Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, we're heading into week eight. It's like halfway through the halfway season through already. The season. It's right, just flying there. by here. Amazing. Uh, so let's take a look at this week's games. Obviously, there was a game last night, the uh, Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun one. Literally hold off. The <laughs> yeah, what's A.J. <laughs> Green doing the Cardinals? on that last play? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure he was wrong. I don't know. Something well, was Cliff wrong. Kingsbury said after the game that that was the right read, and and they just didn't communicate it well. I don't. I, I'm not sure what age you, what Green's doing on that one, yeah. but you're going to go into the end zone. You should probably be looking for the ball. One-on-one matchup with the yeah. game on the line. You know, I mean, the ball might come your way. It's not like he's never been used in that right. fashion before. <laughs> right, and Hopkins was banged up, and whatever. I mean, you just can't just turn your back to the quarterback. Yeah, crazy. Um, real quick on the on the Packers though. They got a few breaks, you know. I mean, yeah. the, the one that's grazed off Moore's hand, the the punt muff, the the one interception, like some things fell into their hands. But this Lafleur Rogers combination, thirteen and three, thirteen and three, seven and one, with no Bakhtiari, Jari Evans, Gutsy, you know, Smith, um, Adams in this game. Like, he had receivers out there games. outside of Randall Cobb, Cobb and. Aaron Jones, maybe. Um, Equinamius St. Brown. Yeah. Had anybody ever heard of any of those guys? And he's not on the same page with any of them. Yeah. You know, he's yelling at them left and right, which they probably deserve. You mentioned earlier, A.J. Dillon's a good player. Good, you know, they got enough out of Jones. Part of me thought watching that game, and part of it was the injuries, but part of it was just because Thursday in football. I didn't think it was either team's best effort, you know, or, or their crispest game. I just think Thursday in football is a little bit of a lesser product sometimes. It was an entertaining game. It was though. fun, though. Yeah. It was absolutely fun. Absolutely. Uh, another game that should be fun this week. Uh, Titans, 5-2. and two. At Colts, 3-4. and four. If the Titans win this game, it pretty much wraps up I think so. It the doesn't a- seem the like AFC a must South. win. It feels like a... Because they've already beaten the Colts once this year. They would have two losses. The Colts would have five. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would essentially have a three-game lead on them. That's a lot, considering That's a lot. that the yeah. Titans aren't going yeah, to lose out breaker. or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a quality team. Colts favored by one and a half in Indianapolis. The over-under is 51. I saw it as high as three at one point. Like yeah. that, Titans, to me, are the better team, but I guess the Colts are the more desperate team. They're certainly playing better now than they were earlier in the year. The Colts are starting to find themselves. I still think the tight and like what's what's Vegas know that we don't like. There's two lines this week. That one. The Colts have owned the Titans. Yeah, I, I guess in that's Indianapolis. A, too. I guess that's a yeah, a, not made up. Yeah, you know, and it's the same people. Um, but the Colts corners are kind of questionable, and I I, I don't know. I, I think Tennessee's a better team. It is going to be a fun one though. I think Jonathan Taylor. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Jonathan Taylor has a better game in this game than Derrick Henry. Puts up more yards. I would be on your side on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really hitting his stride. Um, I'm not saying he's better than Henry, but he's similar. Yeah. And his blocking's a little better, and I don't trust Tennessee's uh, run defense necessarily. No, I'm with you. And Wentz is playing well. Wentz is playing, yeah. Um, you know, so it, it should be interesting. I, I, I do think that the Titans probably win that game. It's probably good for the Steelers if they do. Yeah, if I you're a Steelers you fan, you want the equation. Yeah, if you're a Steelers fan, you want the Titans to win that one and mm-hmm. kind of push the Colts down a little bit more. It's amazing how the league changes. There was a, a time when I really thought there's only one chance that a southern a team from the South comes out. But if the Colts win that, they're four and four. Yeah, you know, the two teams are really yeah. in it. You know, yeah. So I think you want them to go away. Um, 
the next game not nearly as competitive. As again, there's quite a few double-digit spread blowouts. Yeah. This will be one of those. This will be Dolphins one and six at Bills four and two. This was game was played. They already met once down in Miami, and mm-hmm. I think it was a thirty-four nothing shutout. It's a much different venue and place to play too. Yeah. Playing in Miami, or Buffalo favored by fourteen. The over/under is forty-eight and a half. That kind of tells you what. Yeah, it's a double-digit spread, and the over/under is not fifty. Is fourteen enough for you to take Miami? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they're not playing well at this point. No, the Bills are coming off their buys. They're rested. They're they're, they're rested. They're used to them. Division games sometimes get close and yeah. get mucked up a little bit. Usually they go the opposite of what the first one was. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But I think Buffalo I is it. way better. Like, yeah. if we're power ranking, I got Buffalo one or two. I got Miami 30. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. they're different ends of the spectrum. In Buffalo, rested. I mean, I like the way two is playing, but it wouldn't shock me if he throws a pick or two, and then it's easily going to be 14. Against that defense. Know, right? They're, they're, right. Their defensive line will dominate Miami's offensive dominate. line. Yeah, 14 is not enough. The Bills have led at halftime in 15 consecutive games. That's wow. the longest streak in NFL history. Wow, that's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, in just 30 minutes of play to get the lead. In, you know, that. Every single game. Did you see this stat last night? That kind of shocked me. Funny brought it up, but... LaFleur has never lost a game that he was winning at halftime. I mean, he's only been around two and a half years, yeah, but right. still, I mean, it's pretty impressive. And they didn't last night either. Yeah. Uh, Rams 5-1 and one at Texans 1-6. and six. Another big spread here. Rams favored by 14.5. The over-under 47.5 in this enough. one. This one will not be competitive. No. I don't think that... How about the Rams? They get the Detroit last week. They get the <laughs> Houston this week. Like, right. Just throw it in cruise control. and Yeah, really. Know. I don't think 14 and a half is close to being enough. I mean, it came out today. There was a chance that Tyrod was going to play, and I'd be like, yeah, maybe they'll get first downs. Texans are averaging 13.6 points per game. Yeah. I don't think they get to 10 in this game. Yeah. So, does, I mean. Even if they hit their average in this game, they probably don't cover. And most of that came early in the season. Yeah. You know, when their last couple of weeks, they don't get first downs. Yeah. Yeah, Davis Mills is not good. And, and he's got no chance. Yeah. I mean, anyone that's decent, they get rid of. I mean, not that you know, Mark Ingram's a great player, but they just keep sending people out the door. Yeah. I think they get blown And in out. this game, Ramsey can go on. On Cooks. They're <laughs> on only Cooks, good guy. They're the only point. good guy, and right. then what? Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. And I'm not sure they're in, like, the Lions level where eh, they'll keep biting and scratching for 60 <laughs> minutes and get some, you know, late, late scores or whatever. Yeah. I think this team's just in a bad spot. Uh, this one is a competitive game, not necessarily a good game. 49ers 2-4, and four, it Bears 3-4. and four. Yeah. I want to bet against both right now. Yeah. yeah both I quarterbacks San Francisco's really favored by four points. The over-under is 39-and-a-half. It's in Chicago, I think, right? In Chicago. I, I'll take the points. I mean, I guess the people should pay attention. This is the Steelers' next opponent, Chicago. They're in a bad place. No Khalil Mack. No Khalil Mack. Yeah. Kittle's not back yet. It's going to be Jimmy against Fields. Neither's playing well at all. Um, I think the Niners' D-line will do well and harass Fields. I just don't see many points, so I'll take the points. And I'm expecting, you know, Chicago and Halloween. There's probably some weather and sloppy field. Yeah. And, you know. How about this? Debo Samuel has 648 receiving yards. That's the most for a 49ers player through six games since Jerry Rice had 662 in 1989. Wow. I mean, he's having I mean, that he's kind getting... of a season with no with, with bad quarterback play mm-hmm. 
Everybody knows he's getting the football. I say I think his target share is right at the top of the league. Yeah. I know Adams was close too. Chicago's games are six and one in terms of unders this year. Really? Yeah. I mean they're they're under yeah. all day. This is a team that the Browns held to one passing yard. That was the ugliest game of the year yeah. that was played in the NFL, right? Yeah. I mean that's when you look at the Browns defensive statistics, that one kind of throws throw it everything out, out, but it yeah. makes them a lot better than yeah. they really are, right. Uh Another competitive game, again, not necessarily a good one. Panthers 3-4 and four at Falcons 3-3. Three and three. One of these teams is still going to be in, technically, in the if, the... if the Panthers win this game, they get the 4-4. Four and four. If the Falcons win this game, they're 4-3. and three Yeah, I say they're... With, with wins against the Jets, the Giants, <laughs> yeah. the Dolphins. The Dolphins like, last week, yeah, yeah, you're right. I like Atlanta in this game. I mean... I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I, I know I'm a big DVOA guy, as you mentioned, and the Falcons are like 31. Like, those those guys are really down on the Falcons. But Darnold's playing horrible. Their line has been terrible. The lack of McCaffrey is obvious. And I think the head coach combination, quarterback combination in Atlanta, starting to find themselves a little. You know, say this, though. The, the Panthers can rush the passer. Panthers can rush the And if you put pressure on, on Matt Ryan and make him yeah. even get off of his spot a little bit. In the dome and, yeah. you know, good little, to get up. A little different. Um, can the can the Falcons get a pass rush on Darnold and, and force him into mistakes? I think it's a bad D. Yeah. But I still think they make mistakes. I big like game. Atlanta on that one. Big game. Another big spread, though. AFC North game. Bengals 5-2. and two. Jets 1-5. and five. With, Without their quarterback. Yeah. And, Cincinnati favored by, by that much. Cincinnati's favored by ten and a half now. The mm, over under is more than that. the over under is forty three. I'll take the Bengals and lay the points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jets are horrible. I don't know how the Jets will score in this game. Right? I mean, are they going to move the football at all? I don't think. Yeah. Um, the, the the receiver for the Jets is now out. Crowder? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Davis. Davis. Oh, yeah. He's out. Okay. I mean, he's their best guy. Flacco's not going to be in yet. Yeah. I mean, they're. Uh, I don't know that I pick him over anyone right now. Yeah. Mike White will be quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's it's not this pretty. Is, yeah. Uh, Eagles two and five at Lions zero oh and six. Philadelphia favored by three and a half. The over under is forty seven and a half. I kind of like the home team in this one. I might take the Lions money line. I didn't think I'd ever say that <laughs> in two thousand twenty one. The Eagles are bad. Like I'm predicting, we see Minshew in that game at some point. Like I think it's going to get to that level. Uh, you know, the, uh, well, they Dan Campbell to... just wants a win. Yeah, I mean, and you saw it last week. He, and... Yeah, he's doing everything he can against a Rams team. He had to go into that game knowing they had no chance of winning. The only, their only chance was to do what they did mm-hmm. and hit on all of them, which they did, and then they still lost they the game. Have quite enough. No, right. They uh, do that against the Eagles. Well, that's probably enough. Yeah. I mean, Hertz is playing poorly. I'm not sure who I give the quarterback advantage oh, to. Maybe Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. I mean, he's yeah. an NFL quarterback. Uh, I think Hawkinson and Swift will move the ball. I and... think Detroit's the better offense in this game. I don't know if you could say that in any other game this season. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, they don't use Smith and Goddard well enough. Sanders is on the bench, but they don't hand the ball to running backs anyway. He you just know? went on IR, by the way. He's so on, yeah, three yeah. weeks. So I think he's going to be out. Uh, yeah, I think the Lions win this game. Yeah. If you're going to um, give me three and a half, I'm going to jump on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eagles are bad. 
Jalen Hurts is the only player in the NFL with at least 10 passing touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns this season. Uh, he's also completing less than 60% of his passes this year. Mm-hmm. He's like 70% of their offense. He's like too much of the Jalen Hurts show. He's not, not a good player. enough player to be that guy. It's different if it's Lamar. Right. It's different <laughs> if it's Mahomes or right, one of those right, guys. Right, right. He's not that. No. And it's faulty construction, I think. I mean, instead of protecting him, they're featuring him. Yeah. I don't get it. Patriots three and four at Chargers four and two. The Chargers only favored by five. Yeah, over under forty nine and a half. That to me feels like a sucker bet. That's Chargers all day to me. Me too. JC Jackson just went on IR for the Patriots. Like he's out. Yeah, right, right, right. Like what do they got? I think that's an overreaction to the Chargers not looking good the last we saw. Yeah. And, and oh boy, the the Patriots just blew out the Jets. Right. I don't care. Uh, it doesn't change anything yeah. for me. If New England wins this game or keeps it close, it's because the Chargers' run defense is so bad and Damian Harris has 130 and long, sustained drives, no turnovers, convert on third and one. You know, I mean, and I'm sure that's Belichick's formula. His team's just far less talented than the Chargers. The Patriots beat the Chargers 45 nothing last year. That was the one of the two Herbert games. Yeah. Patricia was the other He's one. He's not going to have two bad games in a row. Nah, I don't think so. And what do you think he did all offseason was those two Belichick disciples yeah. gave Herbert a tough time. Well, he probably worked on those areas. Yeah, you know? I, I just think – like I heard uh, – I was listening to this uh, Sirius on the way in, and they were picking games, and they mentioned this one as a game. Oh, it's kind of a toss-up. I don't. That's not a toss-up. No, I don't think so either. The Chargers are going to win that game. Yeah. Come I, on. I, I think Herbert will have a big game. And, of course, the guy from New England picks the Patriots. The Patriots are not a good football team. No. Somebody should tell Mike Rice this. <laughs> you know, who have they beaten? The, the talent is a big discrepancy in L.A.'s favorites. I'm sure there'll be many Patriots there, and the Chargers will be, have a silent count at home, but yeah. that's all right. They're, yeah, they're used to that. Uh, Jaguars moving up, 4-5 game here. Uh, Jaguars 1-5 and five at Seahawks 2-5. and five. I'm tempted to pick the upset here, too, but I can't. Give it to Urban. If it wasn't Urban Meyer, if it was a somewhat established coach, I think the Seahawks are ripe for the picking. Jags are coming off a bye, but there can't be a longer road trip for Jacksonville. No, it's, it's absolutely they're not, not equipped to go win games like this. I just think Carroll versus yeah. Urban is too big a win for Seattle. Seattle's favored by three and a half. The over/under is forty-four in that game. I might take the points. I thought about firing up Gerald Everett. No, that's not a bad call. I mean, they've been awful against tight ends this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. No, they need Everett. Everett's. But I can't. Them. I can't Gino's pull the, terrible. I can't pull the trigger on Gino. That's the yeah, problem. If, yeah, it, if it were terrible. Russell Wilson, absolutely. Sure. Of course, if it were Russell Wilson, this would be a ten-point spread. <laughs> it's that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I really like how Lawrence has played lately. No one's paying attention, but he's really getting better. Yeah. The, I just don't think that franchise is what really are ready to win a game like this. The Jaguars are allowing uh, opposing tight ends. Uh, quarterbacks, when targeting tight ends, are completing 78% of their passes wow. for 474 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. They can't stop tight ends. Yeah, they got other problems. I mean, that's yeah. one of many problems. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the Seahawks find a way there. Maybe, maybe they the just game run of the, it all day. Yeah, maybe the game of the weekend. Buccaneers, 6-1 and one at Saints, 4-2. and two. Yeah. Tampa Bay favored by 5.5. The over-under is 50 uh, this is Jameis Winston's first start against his former team. Mm, hadn't thought of that angle. I like the Saints with the points. I don't know if they're going to win, but tough place to play. Not that Brady's going to get phased by it or anything, but I keep thinking about Lattimore versus Evans. 
that usually goes the Saints way. No AB, you know, yeah. so. Does that mean you fire up Godwin this week? Uh, maybe, maybe. I think Saints D keeps this thing really close. Um, come on, I mean, their linebackers are a little banged up, David, as well. Uh, I think that they'll scheme up against his corners. I just think it's a close division game against two coaches that really know what they're doing. You to know? your point, New Orleans is 10-2 and two against the spread as an underdog since 2018. That sounds like a Sean Payton type of Tomlin type of thing. Yeah. You know, right. The Buccaneers this season on the road are 0-3 against the spread. Okay. Yeah. I'd, Both trends leaning that way. It, it's actually probably my favorite bet of the week in terms of spread is Saints plus 5.5 is last I saw. This is another one of those games that um, you want to bet against both teams. Washington 2-5 and five yes. at Broncos 3-4. and four. Denver favored by 3, which is the home field advantage, mm-hmm. over Judy's under back. 44. I think Teddy doesn't turn the ball over. I, I like the home team here. I do too, yeah. but I'm not a big Denver believer. Their defense isn't in a good place, but will Washington take advantage of it? This might be your Antonio Gibson game, though, that he comes out. I think out, it might be. Go out, run for 100 yards, and if you have Antonio Gibson, trade well, him. Well, he as, goes into a bye. Trade him as soon as possible. Like, yeah, hey, right. he looks Get great. Get out while they're getting yeah. good. Yeah. Looks I'm great. keeping my fingers crossed that that's the case this week, too. I also think if you're a team like Washington and has been played in Denver, that's not easy on yeah. the on the body. Yeah, you don't do it all the time. Yeah, you know. I also heard this, which is another guy I have. McLaurin has asthma. Ooh. I mean, has he ever played in Denver? I mean, is yeah. that a thing? Am I just making it up? You know, like I, I don't know, but that's a key key dude for them. They don't have any other receivers. Right. Yeah, they really don't. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if and Judy comes back, and yeah, uh, I think Denver wins that one. I do as well. Uh, this was kind of sneaky here because we don't know what's going to happen with Dak Prescott. The problem is it's not until 820. Mm-hmm. He's uh, going to play. Okay, if you say so. But That's the other line I didn't think was right. Cowboys 5-1. and one. to do with Dak. Yeah. 5-1 yeah. and one at Vikings 3-3. Three and three. It's the Sunday night game. Dallas favored by one. Oh, last I saw on my podcast this morning, we pulled up the lines. Wash, or the Vikes were favored by two and a half. That's why I thought it was off. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was after. Maybe. And I thought, boy, this should be a pick or Dallas slightly favored. Well, Mike McCartney came out today and said that, uh, you know, hey, we got more games than just this week to, to be concerned about. Which, sure. I'm like, oh, boy. I might, okay. have, I might need to pick up another quarterback. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see Dalvin Cook going crazy in this game. No doubt. You know. Yeah. If Minnesota wins, Cook's going to be your fantasy MVP type of guy. Yeah. Maybe we'll think I about can see that Kirk Cousins too. having a good game. Yeah. Dallas' D is good, but so is the Vikings' They're offense. opportunistic. They get 14, yeah. 14 turnovers. If they don't, if the if the Vikings don't turn the ball over in this game, mm-hmm. they get a chance to win it. They do. I think Dallas is clearly better. But you're kind of convincing me that Dax, I just, I've been brushing it off for two weeks saying, yeah, I see he's in a boot. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, they'll run the ball. He'll play. He'll make throws. Uh, uh, Gallup's back. and Another little, you know, coming off a bye. Brutal place to play, though. That might be a closer game than I'm giving it credit for. I would not bet it, but I'll take Dallas to win. Okay. The final one of the weekend. A pair of losing teams here on Monday night. How about that? Giants 2-5 and five at Chiefs 3-4. and four. Kansas City, the 3-4 and four Chiefs favored by 10. And the over-under is 52. Yeah, and I think the logic is it's Monday night. Every eye in America is going to be on it. At KC, awful place to play, lubed up crowd. 
Chiefs will get it right. I'm not a, on board that all they're just going to flick this switch and all their problems are going to go. That's away. what everybody kept saying last year. Well, they'll just right, right, right. they'll just get it right. They'll yeah, just they, figure it out. And then they did make the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but they didn't win it. No, and they're in a much worse place now than they were at any point last year. That's for sure. I don't think the Giants are the team to do anything about it. I, I I'm not brushing this one off. Maybe we'll bring it up Monday again. But I wish I knew if Shepard or Tony or Galladay or Barkley. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> Otherwise, they get nothing. How about this little betting nugget for you? Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is three and ten on the road as an underdog, mm. but he's ten and three against the spread in those games. Oh, okay. So winning outright, he he's Giants three and ten win, outright, he's kind of close. Gotcha. but he's ten and three against the spread. I think he's playing better than any point of his career. He'll have some success. Oh, I think so too. In fact, he might be the guy if you if you have Dak Prescott on your roster and you don't you know he's very startable. You for might fantasy, say, well, yeah. maybe I'll pick up Daniel Jones if that way if Dak's not playing, I can throw Jones in there Monday night. I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, that's not he's a bad probably situation. available. Yeah, I mean, I think he might even be a top twelve guy this week because he runs too. That's he a, runs. They design stuff. I wish I knew if he had anyone to throw to, but, you know, <laughs> such is life. Yeah, I mean. Giants might keep that close. I, I almost looked at, like, Kadarius Tony as a, and we'll get into this in the next segment mm-hmm. of the uh, fantasy, when we do the fantasy focus. I'm like, I'm looking at Kadarius Tony, and I'm going, okay, is he going to play this week? Because if he does, he's cheap in DFS. Like, Right, yeah. They pepper him with targets when he plays. Oh, he's going to get tons of targets. Yeah. I've been waiting on him. I picked him up, spent a ton of fab money on him. He got hurt, <laughs> hurt, hurt in the first quarter, and I haven't heard from him since. Yeah. But After he had three catches on the opening drive. Right. right. I mean, he's going to get the ball a ton. Um, I think the Giants are better than a crap team. And I don't think the Chiefs are a, a top team right now. They're in a bad place. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it gives me pause to bet the Giants in – Kansas City it's some, Monday you know, night. You but. wonder if Mahomes at some point this season, because everybody's playing them the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, rush rush three or four guys, drop everybody else in the coverage. Yep, don't love the play. Force him to nickel and dime you, and he just continues to try to force the ball. He trusts his arm too much. Mm-hmm. You try to fit the ball into, into some spots that he shouldn't do. And then they don't run it. And their offensive line's not good enough, to, even with a three or four-man rush, well. right, they're right, not right. holding up. Right. And I'm not sure Tyreek's 100%. And... I'm not saying Kelsey lost a step, but they're not as dominant as yeah. they've been. This is the other thing. I was looking at the I, I looked at the uh, Football Outsiders offensive line stats. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs' offensive line is not playing well this year. Their tackles are flat out bad. It's awful. Yeah. Yet everybody's looking at well, you know, the, the yards per play. Well, they're they're you know, they're middle you know oh. top upper part of the league in yards per you know, yards per play. Sure. For the line of scrimmage stat. They have some very impressive offensive numbers. They're not good. No, no, no. Right. Like, are they playing better than the Steelers' offensive line right now? No, the line, yeah. Yeah, the line I'm talking about. Just the line. Similar. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, but they're, you know. They build a run-blocking line, and yeah, they don't run. but they don't run. They don't run. Like, if the, Steeler, if, if, if the Steelers had Kansas City's line and Kansas City had the Steelers' line, both teams would be in a better spot. Probably. Probably. I mean, running behind Orlando Brown yeah. would be useful right now. In, and the Steelers are a better pass-blocking line than, yeah. than what Kansas City's has been. It has been. Yeah, I think you're understand right. The Chiefs get a lot of passes because they've been so successful, and Reed and Mahomes are unbelievable. Yeah. But they've made a lot of questionable personnel decisions. A lot of money last. tied up in guys like Frank Clark. Yeah. Right. Who's right. not good. And even one of the analytic nerds I was listening to, he's like, their last four top picks, you know, last two drafts have been two linebackers, a running back, and a center. You yeah. know, like, they're not addressing the premium positions, you know, like, 
they think, oh, Edward Zolero put us over the top. Like, yeah, maybe you should have taken a left tackle. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, take one of the other running. You know, again, Jonathan the, Taylor. Uh, or, I keep going back to that. Yes. Like, you took the wrong Swift one. Swift. Or, or, right. Imagine Swift in that offense. It'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Or Tay, I mean, all those guys. I mean, they, they, they took the wrong one. And they don't run it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd run, run the ball the more. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They but need to take a little off of Mahomes' plate. They do, but I don't know if they have the, the personnel to do it right now. And defensively, they can't afford to. No, defense doesn't make any big plays. I'm not even sure if Chris Jones is playing in this one, too. And they, they've shuffled some things around. I can see them making a big trade. Some name we had didn't realize was on the block that they're going to – some corner or something. that they have. Their they corners can, are bad, I don't too. if they can afford to do it, though. They're already up against the cap. Yeah. That's the problem. They probably aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're going to take another break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. When we come back, we'll do our uh, DFS lineup for the week, and we'll make our picks on this week's game. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.